Greetings, brothers. This is Matt Palmer. Welcome to Iron Sharpens Iron, a program by Catholic men for Catholic men. And I am joined today by my co-host and great brother in Christ, Devin Shad, with Fathers of St. Joseph. Devin, good morning, brother. Good morning, Matt. How are you out there? Everything going okay out in the, the beautiful Midwest out there? Everything's great. Beautiful day. Good. Well, um, listeners, we're so excited to about this program. We have uh, Devin and I as our guest. We have Matt Strub, and uh, Matt is uh, from Milwaukee with a Catholic men's ministry there called Men of Christ. And uh, I'm just so excited that, uh, that our ministry, Fathers of St. Joseph, the ministry that I'm a part of, Catholic men's ministry here in Columbus, um, all of this produced uh, in cooperation with St. Gabriel Radio, that we have a chance to just uh, to, to share and talk a little bit with Matt Strub. Matt, good morning, brother. Good morning, Matt and Devin. I'm uh, just excited to be here this morning. Thank you for the invite. We're so excited to have you. Why don't we begin with prayer, brothers? Devin, would you open us in prayer, please? Yeah. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, we know, Father, that there are two things that we should focus on, our destiny and the way to that destiny. And that destiny is you, an eternal exchange of love for all eternity that is beyond our wildest imagination. And the way is your son, Jesus Christ, his humanity combined with his divinity. We need to know that way. We need to know you, Jesus. We pray that we may live your way and not be afraid of the sacrificial love that is demanded of us as men. Please help us to be the leaders, the fathers, the husbands that we're called and destined to be. But we know we need your grace because we're fallen, we're weak, and we're so easily distracted and tempted. So, Lord, I'm so thankful to be in the presence of these great men and humbled as well, and just beg that your spirit would be upon us and with us, that every man who listens to this would be touched by your grace and seek a deeper conversion in you who are the way, the truth, and the life. We ask all this in your most powerful name, O Jesus. Mama Mary and St. Joseph, intercede for us. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Devin. Again, as, as Devin just shared, uh, men, Iron Sharpens Iron is, is really a program for you. It's, it's, we want to encourage all the men across the country, Catholic men, to live um, this beautiful life of the Catholic faith and to live it with power and with God's grace to step into our roles as husbands and fathers. And one of the ways we try to do that is just to bring men that are on that journey um, living that exciting life. Uh, and in Matt Strub, we have one of those brothers today. So, Matt, maybe for all of uh, our listeners, um, maybe we'll do two things here. We'll first invite you to share a little bit about, you know, your own journey, introduce yourself, and, and maybe a little bit about your, your childhood, your background, your faith journey over the years. Let's, let's learn about how God has called you and, and how that has looked for you. And then we'll talk more about some of the ministry work that you now are engaged with. But um, introduce yourself to our listeners. All right, Matt. Well, thank you for that. Um, like I said, I'm very honored to be here with you today. Uh, a little bit about uh, me and how I got here. So I, I'm a cradle Catholic and uh, married my high school sweetheart. Um, so we've been married now 31 years. Um, 
over those 31 years, had uh, four children and now six grandchildren. Um, and truly, that's the, 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 the pinnacle so far is that um, I've been able to uh, grow in my faith, pass it on to the children, um, and not perfectly, but still being diligent. Um, my wife and I grew up in the St. Paul area. Um, and uh, while I was still in high school, I joined the military in the reserves to help pay for college because I wasn't sure I was going to do that. And, um, you know, 35 years later, I'm still in the military. Hmm. I went to the University of Minnesota, um, got a degree and a commission in the, as an officer in the military, went off to flight school, came back to Minnesota unemployed and um, got hired on as a state trooper in Wisconsin. So I moved to Wisconsin and... Um, Started a career as a state trooper and part-time in the military. Um, in the early years, um, during those several moves and whatnot, my wife and I had two children and uh, struggled quite a bit because you know, I said I was a cradle Catholic, but at that time, uh, we were definitely uh, going through the motions, right? Um, going to Mass most Sundays, um, and that's probably about it. Um, no interior life, no praying. And uh, so we struggled uh, financially uh, with our marriage and whatnot. Um, but it was in uh, the mid-90s, uh, we were married probably about five, six years, and two guys from church, uh, Todd and Dan, invited me to just get together, um, invited me as a friend. You know, at the, that point, we were just acquaintances. And, and we did uh, get together, just the three of us, and we... Uh, would pray together, and we studied the catechism together and just took a, a paragraph out of the catechism and talked about it and how it affected our lives. And that was that was a small men's group and really inspired me to get back involved in my faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, together, we went to a men's conference in Rockford, Illinois. Mm-hmm. First men's conference I've been to. And we um, uh, were at a big convention center and listened to Matt Kelly talk. And... Um, that kind of ignited all three of us. And um, so we continued to do that uh, one-on-one ministry and um, got back to the faith. My wife and I started praying together, um, and we were we had two children at the time, but we were struggling with uh, trying to conceive again. So we started going to adoration. And uh, about a year, faithfully going to adoration once a week, and God answered our prayer. And uh, gave us gave us two beautiful children through adoption. Mm-hmm. And we're blessed. Praise God. So obviously emotional, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but we had the hand of Our Lady, and um, and the Eucharist bless us, and uh, and we're blessed with uh, two additional children. Beautiful. So beautiful, Devin. You know, um, we're so blessed to hear men share their journeys and their stories and it seems as if there's there's always part of the path part of the journey that that has this distance from our lord and 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 the pain that kind of accompanies being distant from him and uh, and then yet in his grace his tenderness um we hear so often we look at scripture we look through the centuries we just see how god reaches out and and touches a man and touches his heart and begins to draw him to himself. Um, Devin, share, you know, as you're listening to Matt's beautiful story, what, what resonates for you? 
Oh, yeah. I think, well, first of all, Matt, that, that's amazing. Um, I think that it's super common among men when we're younger, we're so full of testosterone in our, you know, our, what are, is that the prefrontal cortex of our brain hasn't fully developed, you know, until like the age of 24. For some of us like me, it's much later. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the idea here is that we're just kind of, we're brash, we're fearless, we're very courageous in sometimes stupid ways. And we're, 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 we're meant for adventure and for battle. And then I think in in that phase, it's very hard for us to come to grips with the idea that we need Jesus, that we need a Savior, that we need a Lord, because we feel bulletproof. Um, that's just kind of the the way that we're wired with our hormones and everything going on in us. But then, like you're saying, Matt, there's this weakness. There's this struggle, you know, financially struggling. The marriage is struggling. Um, you want to get pregnant and you can't, and there's something that you can't accomplish even with all that courage and all that strength and all that testosterone, um, that only God can. It reminds me so much of Abraham and Sarah, you know, in that, that type of situation where Abraham becomes almost helpless. He's not, he is helpless, but not hopeless, but he starts to lean on human ways. And I think that it's beautiful. You didn't. You turn to Our Lady, you turn to our Eucharistic Lord, and then suddenly that weakness is turned into strength. So that's what I find is very common among men, is that there's this idea of bulletproof resilience very early on. Um, we're just so dead set on our own trajectory and own path, and then we're brought to our knees. And that's the decision point. Do I really rely on God and surrender, or do I just keep doing this the way I want to do it? And, and, you know, just drive it in the ditch and spin my wheels. It's really the great call. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's a great call to conversion. And, you know, Matt, as you listen to kind of Devin, uh, give us some larger context, I'm sure you can kind of look back and, and see exactly that, that the, it's that point of suffering where Christ enters in kind of when you no longer can, you can't do it. You realize that on your own, you simply can't bring about the kind of life that, that we're called to live. And you, you, you give up in that sense and give over to our Lord and and his mother. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, you know, I resonate with what Devin was saying, you know, by the time I was in my mid twenties, you know, married with two children, flying helicopters for the army, um, uh, out on the road as a law enforcement officer, you know, from the outside in, it looks like everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, but that focus on, uh, personal achievement, you know, really suffered in the relationship with my wife and my children. Yeah. Yeah. We find, um, I think all of us can relate, uh, as younger men. And even now, as we are all getting older, we, 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 it's a common, uh, metaphor. We put our ladder up on the wrong buildings. We prestige (laughs) fame you know, yeah. we climb these ladders and then we get somewhere up there and we realize, well, there's, there's nothing here. There's nothing at the end of this ladder. There's, it's just, it's empty. So we have yeah. to, we have to go back down and, and then sadly we sometimes put up another ladder that's not quite the right ladder, but our Lord is so patient. Devin, we've, we've talked about how he, his love for us just, he, he never lets go. He's always working to, to awaken in us that deep yearning for him that he's planted deep in our hearts. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I can't, I mean, what comes to my mind is St. Peter, you know, here you've got a guy who Jesus got in his boat, was preaching to the people on the shore. He calls them to go out in the deep. They have this huge catch. And he says, depart from me. He says, no, I'm going to make you a fisher of men. And then from that point on, he's kind of like the head of the group. And, but then something happens, you know, in all of this, he's constantly being chosen. He's constantly being um, the one who's going to lead. And then he denies the Lord. But then the Lord gives Peter this incredible opportunity. It's, it's just astounding what happens in John 21, where it's the same thing. Uh, they have caught nothing all night. There's a man on the shore who tells him, cast, cast the net over the right side of the boat. The nets are full. Peter realizes it's the Lord. He gets to the shore. And I think what's ironic is Jesus says, bring me some fish. And he's already got fish and bread on the charcoal fire. He doesn't need them. <laughs> and he doesn't need our work, you know, but yet he still summons us. And I think what's so beautiful about Peter is Jesus gives him this opportunity around a charcoal fire. Only two times in scripture, a charcoal fire is mentioned. It's when P- Peter's threefold denial. And now it's going to be his threefold confession of his love for the Lord. But sandwiched in between these two events is the cross. And I think it's fantastic to understand this because Peter is chosen in the beginning and he's chosen in the end to feed my sheep, Jesus says, but he fails in the middle. And the only thing that can keep him in the game, the only thing that allows him to be able to heed the call to feed Jesus' sheep is the cross. And I think that's for all of us. You know, we, we fail, we, we miserably fail at times, and yet we can look to that cross and we can turn to Jesus and we can appeal to his mercy. And he says, feed my sheep. And, and as long as we have that heart, and that's the difference between Judas and Peter. Judas turned to men in his repentance and he lost his utter despair because they could not give him the mercy he sought. But Peter, he sought the Lord. And then he received the mercy that he needed to become empowered and emboldened, to be able to actually share with the world his miseries through Mark in Mark's gospel so that the world could repent and become men, real men, men of Christ. Powerful. Listeners, for those of you that have just joined us, you're listening to Iron Sharpens Iron, a program by Catholic men for Catholic men. My name's Matt Palmer. I'm with Catholic Men's Ministry and I'm uh, just so blessed to have as my co-host of this program, Devin Shad with Fathers of St. Joseph. Today, we're just so excited to be uh, having a conversation with Matt Strub from Men of Christ Ministries in Milwaukee. And I think we're at a wonderful place, Matt, um, as Devin has kind of shared this, this model of Peter, you know, reaching out and to become a fisher of men. Um, as you've journeyed in your relationship with our Lord, He's really invited you to become a part of that kind of ministry of reaching out to men. Share with our listeners a little bit, you know, what you're doing now and um, a little bit about Men of Christ and and how that work uh, is is going and what you all are doing there in Milwaukee. Yeah, sure. Um, and, and Devin's so right about, uh, you know, the mercy of, of God, and we all uh, you know need to embrace that. And, and it, I sure have tried... And continue to go back. You know, use of confession is fantastic. Uh, yeah, and a blessing. The uh, so the ministry to men that uh, I'm involved in and, and is twofold. First, uh, and how I got into it was uh, with Men of Christ in Milwaukee. Um, back in 2005, um, Kevin, Father Mike, Pat, and John 
asked me to join them and put on a men's conference. The goal was to put on a men's conference in Milwaukee. And, um, and so I said yes to the call. I said, uh, yeah, I can, I can help with uh, putting on a conference, not ever envisioning that 16 years later, we'd still be uh, working uh, on that and, and the ministry growing. But, uh, so we got together, we prayed together and we worked on building a first conference and that has grown into men of Christ Milwaukee, which now has, um, 56 small men's groups throughout the diocese with a goal of having a men's group in every parish in the diocese. And, and, and how we do that is just work on building up leaders. Um, those men that are in the pews that are, um, open to the call just to get involved in their, um, in their faith, in their parish and in their families, just to do a little bit more, pull men together and grow in their faith and then live the faith. And that's really the, the core of, of our mission of Men of Christ. And then that, that has spawned into um, the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. Just a few years ago, um, a number of men across the country, Robert Tunmeyer in Texas and Kevin, um, with Father Larry and Deacon Harold, uh, pulled together um, the idea of unifying ministry to men across the country, and, and it's it's grown beyond the borders of our country to North America, uh, Canada, South America, and Philippines as well. And and it is to unify those ministry to men organizations that are really making a difference. Um, you know, our mission, our goal is just to equip the leaders uh, of men's evangelization, and then help men become better disciples. And then, you know, through that, we're working to, you know, if our strengthen the man with strengthen the family, strengthen the family, strengthen the church, and through strengthening the church, we truly can fix the culture. Amen. Amen. I'm aware of, of, uh, of your work there in Milwaukee. Here in Columbus, we, we know of um, what the Holy Spirit is doing through men of Christ in, in that part of the country, and, um, and our ministry also is part of this uh, National Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance, and there's a movement that the Holy Spirit is bringing about, a, um, a desire to, to have men step up into their, the greatness of their calling as husbands and fathers. And Devin, I know in your work with Fathers of St. Joseph, you're, you're seeing this hunger that, um, that we're, we're talking about here, that men want to be more than what culture has labeled them right now. They're, they want to live the greatness that God has made them for. How, how is that journey looking uh, to, to you, Devin, and as you listen to kind of Matt's work and think about all that's happening across the country? I, I'm excited that, that the Holy Spirit is so at work in men's hearts. Oh, yeah, I think that... Um that Matt, you've, you've nailed it in your group up there in Milwaukee has nailed it in the sense that we, you know, I, years ago we thought that, or I, I mean, many thought that it was a Catholic conference thing. That was what would get men, you know, jacked up and excited and motivated for their faith. And, and what we found out it was a mountaintop experience, but what really is the catalyst is these small men's groups, just like you in your Catholic catechism group with Todd and Dan, you know, that's what opened you to even attending that men's conference. And, you know, I think I was at that same men's conference, Matthew Kelly, Ralph Martin, Scott Hahn, Jeff Cavins, all those guys were at that one. That was a big one. But, yeah. and, but as great as that was, you know, you, I just kind of went back and 
you know, it's kind of on my own, but with these 56 small men's group up there in Milwaukee, and I know Matt, you've got your thing going out there in Ohio. That's extremely powerful. The small men's groups is where it's at because the guys find not only community, they found accountability, but not only that, but there is this kind of like normalcy in it. I mean, like that's the one thing with raising my kids is like to get them around other families who love Catholicism, who love Jesus. And so that our kids don't grow up feeling like they're weirdos. You know what I mean? And I think that that's part of the culture is that guys who have this inclination toward God or toward Jesus Christ somehow are afraid of that as though they're weird. Okay. But that's the most normal thing in the world is that we have this inclination toward God. You know, that's what we're designed for. And so when you have these small men's groups, that normalizes it. And it actually emboldens the men to say to everyone else, listen, it's weird not to love the Lord. It's weird not to live for the Lord. So let's live for the Lord. So I I think that what you guys have going in both these regions in the United States is absolutely crucial and amazing, and uh, I'm so thankful for it. Yeah, you know, Matt, I'm I'm listening to Devin, and I'm realizing that um, as the Holy Spirit is is calling men to Himself and to our Lord, um, this is the way that we can grow. Men are so um, in need of kind of fellowship with other men. It is lonely uh, to kind of be in this culture, um, you know, go to work every day in environments that are challenging to our faith. Uh, the news every day, of course, is, uh, is just so, so challenging for us as men. And, um, and, and culture would say, you know, step back and just let, you know, just, just seek pleasure, seek, seek those things that of course, Satan has always tempted us with. And, where you have been graced back in that that early encounter with two other men to kind of study the faith, that right there, uh, it, it was not a not even a formal parish based group initially. It was simply three guys that, uh, with an invitation that they gave to you to join them uh, in um, a, a a small group uh, of guys that wanted to learn more about our Lord and His love for us and. That's the power right there. And if there's anything that we can encourage those guys that are listening right now, it's to to make that happen in your own life. You know, you may be Matt where you like Matt, where you are your faith is not there's not much there yet. There's not a fire lit, but you know that you're looking for something. There's some guys that are ready to pour into you so that you can pour into others and um, Matt, I'm sure you look back at what Todd and Dan and you did and you think, wow, that was, that was the beginning of, of my fire, my heart being lit for Christ, his church and for other men. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think that is why I have a passion for ministry to men. Um, I have that, that burning desire to invite others. And, um, you know, I, 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 I fear to think where would I be? If they didn't ask me, um, you know, would I even be married anymore? Mm-hmm. I mean, where where would I be? You know, would would I have grandchildren? I mean, I, who knows? Um, and I, I surely wouldn't be on a path um, of of feeling blessed each and every day. And it's just that openness to, yeah, I'll say yes, and and invite others um, to ask that question, to invite another man, just to build some authentic friendship, like uh, you know. Uh, Devin said, you know, it's, 
you need someone to be an accountability partner with, and you just need to be around other faithful uh, men. Um, that's the only way we will grow and develop as you know, husbands, fathers, brothers, and, and, and friends to each other. So that's, that's really probably why I'm so passionate about it. Of course. Yeah. We're down to just a couple of minutes, um, but I'm, I'm just um, so encouraged by this conversation with you today, Matt. Devin and I are just so grateful that um, you have said yes to our Lord, just the way our Blessed Mother said yes, the way St. Joseph said yes. When we say yes, we may not actually know all that we're saying yes to, but he reveals that day by day as we open ourselves to him. And um, I'm just, I'm excited that across the country, men are awakening to to this call. And, um, and you know, evangelizing, kind of sharing the faith with other men, it, it seems kind of scary at first. I think, guys, we're here in Columbus, we're trying to, do something called the mission of the 72. And, uh, we've got a group of guys that are um, out, um, recruiting 72 other men to join us in, in becoming, um, a, a force that's, that helps to facilitate and sponsor small, uh, faith sharing groups of men in uh, and across our parishes. So I think this effort is, as you're saying, evangelizing is just, Hey, let's go grab a cup of coffee. Hey, how are you doing? Or would you like to join us in a, you know, once a week, we're going to look at the catechism. It, it doesn't have to be some eloquent presentation of the faith. Right, Matt? Encourage us in that way as in our last couple of minutes here. No, that's exactly right. You know, just being a friend to someone and, and inviting them to share. We have to meet men where they are. Um, and, and wherever they are on that journey, you know, I think about the gospel of Luke uh, 9, where Jesus is on a um, on a road to Jerusalem, and um, James and John, uh, they're like when they got um, rejected from the Samaritan village, they said, "Hey, should we smite them out?" And Jesus is like, "No, no," and and it's really meeting men where they are and inviting them just to be um, part of the group, just to be a friend to them, and that's what will grow the faith. Amen. Listeners, we're so glad you've been with us today. Iron Sharpens Iron, a program for you, Catholic men, by Catholic men. Uh, it's in cooperation with St. Gabriel Radio. So grateful to them for helping us produce this. Fathers of St. Joseph, Devin Shad, thank you, brother, for co-hosting with me, Matt Palmer, and Catholic Men's Ministry. And today we were so blessed to have Matt Strub with us from Milwaukee. Matt, God bless your work, your family. Thanks for all you're doing. And Brothers out there, let's live this exciting journey of faith. Step into it and know that our Lord will bless you. Have a great day.